Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. If I wanted to record an episode of this podcast, one episode per week, I know that I need to take out, let's say, three or four hours to record, edit, upload, maybe for the commute as well, getting here and there, unless I record um, at home. If there is a guest coming on, then I can add an hour as well to that. So four to five hours, give or take, to record an episode of this podcast. Now, that's on a weekly basis. So I know my goal is to get an episode out, but then also I have work from 9 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. I want to hit the gym from 8.30 p.m. to 10 p.m., between 8.30 and 10 p.m. throughout the week. And on Wednesdays, I have to pick up my cousin from his after-school program. And then on Saturdays, I want to hang out with my dad or whatever the case is. The goal is to get the podcast episode out. And everything else that happens around it is controllable. Uh, What I mean by that is I know I have work. I know I have to do X, Y, and Z. And I can work around that to get the podcast episode going and recorded and finished. So all the other things I mentioned earlier about work and going to the gym and all the other obligations and responsibilities in life, those are expected. So this situation is a controlled situation. I can control whether or not I'll get the episode out because I should be able to time manage and work around all those other instances and events to make sure I get this episode out. Now, oftentimes in life, things normally are controlled, especially when you're in a career. If you're going through school, you know, let's say you're in middle school or high school, you're in school from 8 a.m. until, what is it, 3.45 p.m. Then you go home, maybe you have an after-school program, you got to do your homework. Everything is kind of controlled. You know what to do. But, and even when you're in a career, right, you go to work, you come home, you have your routine after work. If you have a family, you're taking care of them, and then you go back to work the next day. And on the weekend, you kind of take your time to unwind. Sometimes, however, in life, the unexpected happens. So in the earlier scenario everything in the way of my goal of releasing that podcast episode is expected. So it's not unexpected for me. Oh, I have work from nine to six. I can't get this podcast episode out. Uh, Those things should be expected, but sometimes the unexpected happens. Now, obviously there are a million different ways that unexpected things can happen, you know, natural disaster, or most recently what we experienced throughout the world was people are catching COVID businesses shutting down. It's not really something that even though there was like a pandemic team in the U S I guess, but it's not really something that every business, every person, every individual really planned for. Uh, for example, a lot of people lost their jobs and people that like going to the gym or if you're part of a sport, all that stuff shut down. If you're in music and performance, your venues shut down. If you're a comedian, you know, you can't get on stage anymore. And all those things are kind of unexpected. You you don't plan for, okay, everything's going to shut down and I'll still get this done because it's going to be really tough to get around all those roadblocks. In the case of COVID though, and kind of everything else that followed in this whole past year and a half, I'd say these are outliers where I hope, and I'm knocking on wood, that I hope that doesn't happen again. But normally what what would happen that is unexpected is something that happened to me recently, which is having, you know, a passing in the family. Side note, it could be family, it could be your pet, it could be someone you know, a friend, a loved one, whatever the case is, that is kind of the most reoccurring, unexpected thing to happen in life. I don't wish this on anyone. Of course, there is other things like your house could burn down. I've had friends who one day things are functioning normally and then the next day the house caught on fire or one day you're functioning normally, the next day you get in an accident. So there are other things as well. But for this scenario, I want to focus on kind of having that passing and then having that unexpected thing get thrown in your way. And now your situation, which was controlled, becomes uncontrollable. In this situation where the unexpected happened to me, 
I took the time to kind of step away from podcasts, from work, from kind of everything, like my life in general, to, to truly get my mind right and make sure I was back in uh, good form, good shape mentally to do all this stuff again. And not just the podcast, that's work, that's gym, that's any kind of side passions, hobbies I had. You got to make sure you're still yourself in order to move forward. Now, life continues to move forward, right? Everything is moving, whether even if you step away from work or if you continue working, things are still moving at that same pace. It's not like everyone is going through that same unexpected moment, uh, which is why COVID was an outlier for this example. Um, But aside from COVID, not everybody is going through the same thing. That was a unique time where, and it still is a unique time where all businesses and all people in general were kind of facing the uh, ramifications and consequences of this big pandemic. Now, why am I going over this? This is more so an opinion piece slash public service announcement. I lean more so towards the opinion piece because I'm not really providing any research or facts. This is kind of just opinion. But when the unexpected happens to you, whether it's that passing, whether you get sick, an illness, an accident, your house burns down, God forbid. But when that does happen to you, my suggestion is to kind of do what I did. And to, to, if you have the luxury to do so, to take that step back, um, look around, see the situation that you're in, reassess life and kind of move forward from there. There is beauty in taking time off and not just doing that whole, you know, everyday grind of I have to continue pushing forward. Now, again, in controllable situations for this podcast, for example, uh, let's say I wanted to do an episode with the guest, but the guest uh, doesn't show up and they don't want to show up that week or right when it's time to record, they're saying they can't make it for whatever reason. Now, I still want to get the episode out. So I, again, that is a controlled situation because I should have planned ahead and thought, okay, in case this person can't make it, what is plan B? What is plan C? What is plan D? And I should have all that planned out and then I can act on it. So in control situations, I am a big fan of that, you know, grind every day, keep going, keep pushing forward. But when the unexpected happens, if you apply that same mentality, like, okay, I'm going through this big tragedy in my life where I did just, you know, I'm, I, whatever may have just happened, right, in an unexpected situation, if you decide to continue moving forward, it can not only negatively affect you, but it can negatively affect everyone around you as well when it affects your performance. So I'll use an example or better yet, I'll tell a story. Now, throughout my experience in corporate, I've worked at probably seven or eight different locations. This is including internships and contracts and just places I've worked at even prior to graduating. There was this one location where being in HR, you work with a lot of systems implementations, you work with a lot of different vendors, right? You outsource benefits, you outsource payroll. In certain companies, they outsource those things. So I had a account representative for a company. I'll call the company Rode, right? It's not Rode. I'm just looking at the microphone in front of me. It's a Rode mic. So we'll use Rode as the company. And Rode has a representative named Leslie, and I'm just making this name up. The person's name was not Leslie, but I'll just use Leslie as an example. So I have meetings with Leslie every two weeks. I say for this example, I want to implement a new uh, benefit for my company, medical benefits, right? So every two weeks I speak with Leslie, who's the representative with Rode, and they are a medical company in this example. Their goal is to make this as seamless as possible. And so they work with me every two weeks on this implementation, like how's the data looking, um, what the plans are, what's going on in the system, uh, what the next steps are to get this up and running. Now, Leslie, she was great. Uh, the re- you know the real person I work with, she was great, but she had a habit, a weird habit of if we had a call at three o'clock, she would always join around 3.07, 3.08. And 
it's not the end of the world to me, but whenever my manager would join on the calls, uh, it would frustrate my manager a lot. To me, I, I was the one that was working on this implementation. So every time I worked with Leslie, regardless if it was eight or nine minutes late, she got the work done, she helped me out, she answered all my questions and we were good to go. But there was this one time that my manager was on the call and Leslie didn't join at all. You know, 15 minutes went by, 30 minutes went by and immediately in my head, I thought something's wrong because she hasn't done this. Normally if she is canceling or whatever, she sends an email out to me and lets me know, this is the first time I have my manager on. I think we had another representative from the company on as well because we were getting closer to final stages. So it was just a good idea to get everybody on a call to kind of see where we were at. But that call didn't happen. Now, my inkling of thinking that, you know, something is off ended up being right because the next time we did get on a call with Leslie, it was actually the next day. Leslie sent us an email saying, hey, I apologize, something came up. Can we schedule this for the next day? And she ended up sending that email a lot after the meeting. So I could tell her hands were tied with something. And when we get on the call the next day, she tells me, or it's me and my manager, and she tells us, hey, you know, my father passed away yesterday. And uh, that's the reason I couldn't make the call, but I'm here now and I'll help you guys out. Now, again, going back to what I mentioned earlier, that was something that was unexpected and uncontrollable. You know, she knew she had this meeting and the similar example to me in the podcast. I know I need to record the podcast so I can work around everything else. She knew she had these meetings with her clients and she should have been able to work around everything else if it was in a controlled environment. But when that unexpected thing happened, she had to kind of drop everything and now she's picking back up. Now, in my situation, when I went through something similar, um, a death of a relative, I kind of took the time to step away because I knew it would affect my performance. I couldn't see myself looking at spreadsheets, looking at uh, paperwork, looking at all this data and, you know, moving all these things around when my mind was somewhere else. There are instances, uh, the one that comes off the top of my head is Isaiah Thomas. He used to play for the Boston Celtics. And I think this was probably maybe five years ago now. Uh, the dates might be wrong, but his sister ended up passing away. And the next day he was playing, I believe it was the next day or even the same day, he was playing in a basketball playoff game. Even years later, he says he doesn't regret that move. He ended up scoring, I think, 30 plus points. He did pretty well. And he said that it helped him get his mind off of the big tragedy. So playing basketball kind of numbed it for him. Of course, not everybody has that in their life where they can, right? For me, I wasn't going to go and stare at spreadsheets and say, okay, that's numbing the pain for me. It was going to make it worse. It was going to amplify it. And my performance was not going to be up to the standard that I wanted to be at. Bringing it back to Leslie, um, we continued having calls every two weeks and she seemed very dejected. She didn't, I, I had a conversation with her on one of the calls saying, hey, I don't know how you're doing this. I would have taken some time off, you know, get my mind together. And she said to me that, the company was pretty slammed and she was getting a lot of new clients and she just couldn't take the time away. She had time off, but she thought it just wasn't the right time to take time off in that moment. Now, to me, it was very noticeable. Every time I got on a call with her, she wasn't really there. I was asking questions and normally she was excited. You know, let's get going. I'm going to answer this excited, thorough answers, making sure I know everything, walking me through things because I was new to this whole process. But in the last few calls after the tragic that she, after the tragedy that she experienced, she was kind of one word answers. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Um, and just kind of not as thorough as I was expecting. And I knew in my head, Hey, you know, she's going through something and hopefully this will get better. But in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, I know her from before she experienced this The new clients that are coming in. This is the first experience that they're having with her. So there's high potential that people are going to complain to her manager or maybe even ask for a new account representative. I've had that happen at a company I worked for where we had an account representative that just was so, I mean, 
it didn't, they didn't take any pride in their work. They were responding late to emails, never getting back to us. And then my manager said, hey, we're going to get a new account representative. And they replaced him. She sent in a bad review, and I don't know what happened to him. In the case of Leslie, it's highly likely that she was getting a lot of negative reviews as well from clients and especially new clients that she was taking on because they didn't know her prior to this. They only knew this new dejected version who wasn't really hands-on in what she was doing. And I knew that that wasn't who Leslie was. And I, I feel like if I had continued going on with the podcast, with whatever I was doing in my life, after I had this unexpected or uncontrolled thing happen, it would have affected my performance because, let's face it, at work um, and in life in general, the world keeps going forward. Everything keeps moving. Work's going to keep moving. You're going to get the same work. You're going to get the same responsibilities. And you're expected to um, check off those boxes. You're expected to get the work done. Maybe for a week, there's some leeway, but at the end of the day, there can't be too much leeway because the company is a business and they need to make money. And if you're holding them back, regardless of what you just went through personally, many companies are going to, you know, not see that in a positive light. There are the rare companies that care about you and, you know, maybe force you to take some time off, pay time off. And that's a different story. But I'm talking about majority of corporations that tried, you know, there aren't the most upstanding companies that we know. They're not going to really see that as a positive and they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt when you start underperforming after going through something and you're still pushing forward and insist on continuing on. I knew I wouldn't be in the right headspace and I had the luxury of taking time off. Uh, I wouldn't even say it's a luxury. When I left my position and I let them know, hey, I was going through this, I just need some time off. They were asking me for dates and I was like, I, I don't have a date when I can come back. It's just when I feel ready, I'll come back. And I knew in my head, even if I lost that job or whatever it was, I could get another one. You know, I, I guess that is a luxury where I knew, you know, I have a decent resume. I, I'll be able to land something. Now, there are people that are in terrible positions and they aren't able to do that. But I would still insist uh, on not going the Leslie route. You know, take, I don't, I don't care what situation you're in, you should be able to take, in the case of Leslie where she lost her father, you should be able to take the rest of that week off or maybe two, three days off or a long weekend. And it shouldn't really impact the company. If it's in a scenario where you can't even do that and they expect you to work on that same day and to function as if nothing happened, then I think that's more of a negative light on the company and you should be looking around anyway to go elsewhere. So again, in conclusion, this was kind of just an opinion piece on something that I had gone through. I did put a hiatus on this podcast for about two months or so because I just didn't feel right coming in. And especially something like this podcast where it's um, storytelling, conversational. I'm usually speaking to somebody else about what they love to do. And if I was in the headspace that I was in a month or two ago, it would be noticeable. It'd come across where I'm not really interested in these conversations. And really, I love these conversations that I have, especially when there's a guest. Um, I like picking their brain. I like learning more about what they love to do. But I felt like in those moments, I wouldn't care. I And if I don't care about it, I'm not getting the best out of them. And then the people that I, I want to listen to this and I want them to get some value out of this, they're not going to get any value out of this and they won't come back. And the same thing with my job. I take a lot of pride in my work. Uh, if I make a mistake, I want to learn why I made the mistake, make sure I don't make that mistake again. But I knew if I continued working in the headspace that I was in, I was going to keep dropping the ball, missing deadlines, doing this and that. And I just needed that time away. I would rather take the time away to get my head right so I can perform at the level I want to perform at instead of just bringing the whole ship down. And that's one thing I think we all noticed during COVID. I know pre-COVID, there's a lot of pressure and anxiety of, I can't stop this because then my world will end, right? I can't, like, I used to love going to the gym. Oh, if I can't go to the gym, what am I going to do? Like, and I know people, I know a lot of athletes that were like, without my sport, what am I going to do? But we were all faced just now in this past year in a scenario where 
everything shut down. You know, we all had to adjust and that's all it was. It was the big adjustment and we all saw that, you know, life will be okay, right? I know some people had it worse than others, but life moves forward as it does in the situation, whether there's controllable things happening or uncontrollable things happening, life's move, life will move forward and it's just up to you to decide on how you want to move forward with it. Will you take some time to step back, which is what I suggest you should do, or will you keep moving forward and maybe... In a situation like Isaiah Thomas, you will perform at a high level. But even then, I remember he was crying on the court. Um, he was crying on the bench, and rightfully so. That's a big tragedy. And post-game, nobody was really talking about his performance. Uh, there was a quote by an analyst named Charles Barkley who said, that performance made me very uncomfortable. Now, I'm not on his side or against him or whatever, but he just said, seeing Isaiah Thomas play basketball after his sister died, crying on the court, it made him uncomfortable. So even after he... After pushing through all that, the main story was people felt uncomfortable about it. So at the end of the day, I think there is beauty in taking time off, taking a step back in whatever you're doing, especially when something unexpected or uncontrollable happens, because that is time for you to kind of reassess, look around and get things right before you move forward. Again, of course, life won't stop with you when you take that step, whether it's a week, whether it's a weekend, whether it's even a day. Um, I obviously, again, had the time to take a month, month and a half away from all of this. And I can still pick back up now that I feel like I'm in the right headspace. And for you, that might be a day. For you, it might be a couple of hours to yourself, some alone time or whatever the case may be, whatever you're going through, whether it is the passing, whether it is someone got sick, you got COVID or whatever the case is. Um, I heard sto- I've heard stories from friends where they said they had COVID, but they were still working on the weekend. So it's just... It's just these crazy things that are going on. And that will definitely be a topic for another episode. Going back to that point on beauty and taking time off is you get back in the right headspace and then you can come back even better, right? You can think about things that you want to change, try something new. Maybe the break is refreshing because you were close to burnout anyway and you weren't, you didn't have a break in a long time. So again, it doesn't have to be a month and a half like I did, even if it's a couple of days, a week, two weeks, whatever the case is, um, whatever the unexpected scenario is, if it's not work-related, if it's your personal life, if it's family, if it's just something, your favorite place just shut down. Like, you know, I like coming here to record this podcast if this building just shut down for whatever reason. um, That's unexpected as well. Uh, And it's just something I'd have to figure out. And it's not something that you can just kind of work around. So when you run into that scenario, and that's kind of the point of this long-winded PSA, when you run into that scenario where it's outside of your normal everyday and it's outside of the things that you can control. It's not your fault. And don't feel bad about taking time to figure things out. Don't feel like you have to hit the ground running in that scenario because you're already hitting the ground running every day. So in that moment, it's your time to take... It is... You're allowed. You've earned it to take that time off and to kind of figure things out and move forward. So please don't let things negatively affect you at work. Don't let them negatively affect you in your personal life, right? Your family, your loved ones, relationships, whatever the case is. Don't take things out on them. Take that time to be with yourself. Figure things out however you cope, however you move forward from whatever the unexpected is. And then come back stronger, better than ever. Um, just like we're hoping to do here on this podcast. But thank you guys again for listening. I know it was long-winded. Hopefully it made sense. But even the course, even over the course of me being away, I was kind of keeping track of Buzzsprout, which is the analytics piece of this podcast and i noticed that it was getting even more downloads than before so huge thank you to everybody that's listening uh especially when someone leaves their content for two months almost three months i wouldn't expect people to continue listening and downloading but uh, i really appreciate that thank you so much to everybody i hope you're finding value in these episodes uh again 
not to sound like a broken record there's a lot of exciting guests lined up so i hope you'll stay tuned and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast take care and be safe guys